I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. We're going to kick off with some bookkeeping in that everybody is going to need to roll me a rouse check for waking up on the night of Thursday the 13th. Oh, ho. No hunger for art. Ooh, hunger for Coco. No hunger for Missy. Yep. And that's Sonata for Jimmy. And Missy, I believe you said you wanted to heal your damage, or are you going to wait on that? Uh, no, when uh, at the end, or when she wakes up the next day, she's definitely going to do some. Yeah, she's got to do just, healing. This is just housekeeping for when you guys wake up the next day, so that we can just. Yeah. So I am. I need to heal for two more boxes. So what do I need to do? It was. It is a rouse check per box at your blood potency. Ouch! Here we go. Hey, see, Boom. that wasn't so bad. Oh. That was slightly bad. So one hunger? One hunger. That's it. And you are and I'm healed. Perf- perfectly restored to factory condition. And Arch is a prophet with this whole... Not yet. Look, <laughs> it's been a really good week, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can also heal your highest of composure or resolve in willpower damage for any of you that have willpower damage. Excellent. Back to normal. Yeah, Art is feeling fine. I don't think I've ever Art taken is. willpower damage. Uh, that is on you to spend willpower to reroll failed dice. I apparently don't feel I need to. Well, I bet there's some failed dice here you would love to re-roll, but you can't. Uh, and then if memory serves, you guys were going to start having some people assemble at the the mall to start discussing plans and options and ideas. Were there other things that you wanted to work on tonight? Uh, I have something. So when we found out that there were uh, vampire hunters in town, I wanted to sneak some rats into the church and not tell Art because I wanted to. My notes are want to sneak rats into church, but doesn't tell Art because I want to do it and make him proud. Cool. I dig that idea. Yeah. So my buddy Chunky Butt. I want to send him and his little friends to go see what they can figure out for me. Oh, chunky butt. I know Missy was going to be doing a census with various people, and I know that Art wanted Mm -hmm. to get a lot of people together. Um, Was that planned to have them get together tonight, Art? Or, like, obviously Raven's going to come hang out because you guys are working on... Once Art has the honey trap put together which is the majority of what he's going to be working on with raven once that is together and online and they've gotten a hit that's when they'll get everybody together but uh raven is going to be the contact person for that once he's got the hit on it he'll tell raven to round up the posse and they'll go sneak in i guess the question is at what point do you want to bring 
Winifred and uh, Summer and any of those other people that you have. Let's it should probably give them a call and start coordinating and letting them know what's going on. Although I am aware that when Winifred shows up, all of Art's technological toys are going to be useless, but it's worth it. This is this is politics. Sacrifices must be made. The last night ends as everybody gets back to their various havens after having conversations and revelations about the fact that there are vampire hunters in the city that are perhaps on the trail of certain people. It's hard to say how close or how effective they may end up being, but it seems that there are missing vampires in the city, and at least one person, Sullivan, has had a close encounter of some kind with somebody that is close to these vampire hunters. As everybody returns and gets ready for their day, night turns into day, the vampires rest as much as one can rest when they are dead. And then as the night sets, or as the sun sets and the day turns once again back into night, one by one, the four of you begin to rouse around the city with the rest of your undead kindred and get into new business for this evening. We're going to start with Coco. Coco, where are you waking up this evening? In my apartment, like the best place to be. Cool. Uh, did you have thoughts on that thing that I asked you about, Jade? I love Jade, but I like wanna, you know, figure out like really what she wants to do because sometimes we have a tendency to like go all in we both have addiction issues okay we learned about that in rehab and stuff and like we're working on it all the time so like maybe talking about it and like deciding like letting her decide would be a good thing and probably like a dice roll would be appropriate for her <laughs> And, like, truthfully, I kind of have a lot going on in my head anyway, because, like, there's these, like, vampire hunters, like, that whole, like, blade thing, whatever, is maybe a thing. Um, they're trying to kill us, and that's not really cool, so I might be, like, a little bit distracted. My last couple of days have been, like, just fucking crazy, but I'm turning a new leaf. I have, like, focus and drive today. So I think what I'm going to do is a resolving composure roll for Jade to see how she's how she's doing. She's had a a rough couple of days, and uh, who knows how good she's actually doing. So we'll find out. When you wake up for the evening and start to go about your activities, you will notice that Jade is not here. Do you think that Jade is the kind of person that would usually leave a note, or do you think she just leaves you a thing that says she's out? She's, like, her own person. She can dip. She knows, like, I can hit her up. I 
think if like I need her or whatever, if she's not here, I'd be like a little weirded out because we had like a crazy fucking couple of days. But I mean, like I'd text her like, hey, like, are you okay? Just that, you know what I mean? Because it's been a lot. It'll hit you back. It'll take a minute or two. Um, it's not a situation where, like, you guys were in a conversation. It's just like, bam, 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 just hitting you back immediately. Uh, it's hard to say where she is right now, what she's doing. But um, she does hit you back with just a simple, hey, uh, I think I needed some normal. Sup? Uh, just like... Okay, so like apparently, so this is not normal, is what I'm thinking. Like, we're not normal. Our life, you're, she's right. Our life is not normal right now. So, um, I'm still on that for a minute. And there's like a million different ways. Like, how can I even read this? Whatever. So, I probably take a little while because she's my friend and I don't want to hurt her feelings or anything. So, Eventually, I text her back. I'm just checking in. I have a busy evening planned. I just wanted to make sure you're good, period. Miss you, period. Hope you're all right, period. Sent. She sends you back a selfie of herself and Amira out. Um. Where do you think a popular hangout spot that you guys would have hung out before your nights is? Obviously not the mall, because Jade would not want to be at the mall, but maybe someplace else in the city that you guys would have, you know. Okay, first of all, we never hung out at that trash mall, all right? It's like a dumpster fire, and only shitty people go there. All right. It's like everyone knows that. So if we were hanging out on like a normal night, we'd be at like club um, 110 or whatever, like up the in like uptown, just trying to like sling some like free drinks from like those like older like lawyer guys, those weird ones. You know what I'm talking about? Gotcha. So it's probably too early in the night for her to be out at the club itself, but She's out in that area. You can see that uh, maybe the club is in the background, but nobody goes to the club at like six o'clock. Um, but they're it's getting like that cigar stuff. bar down the street where like the classy drinkers are. The classy alcoholics. Yeah, that she's. You don't see Stan in the picture, so maybe it's a girls' night thing. Who knows? But she's there, and. For for somebody who's been through the things that she has been through in the past couple of days, she seems to be hiding it well. Well, you know what? Like, that's good. And so I just text back, like, send Amira my love and, like, five hearts send. And then I send the heart and then I just make it, like, blow up all over the screen. You know what I mean? Because, like, I love her and that's cute course very cute they send you a short little video of the two of them just kind of like squealing oh my god wish you were here they're both holding up little cocktails and plastic cups and stuff like that 
honestly, like I'm a little jealous and I kind of feel a little sad about all that because I'm never really going to fit again. So that's, that's pretty shitty. Um, but like, I think I, I think I'm going to be okay. And maybe like, I got to switch focus. Like I, I had this idea, right. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help like my, my coterie, like I'm going to help that, like our, our little, the other, the others, the ragtags We're I'm gonna, I'm helpful. Cool. How are you going to go about being helpful? Um, I'm gonna get myself together and I think I'm gonna go outside by the dumpster and see if I can get the rats to um, help me. Oh, how our lives have changed from what we thought they were to where they are now. Cool. Um, that, I believe, starts off with you doing a feral whispers to be able to talk to the animals. Which is just a, a rouse check to activate your power. Cool. And then I believe it's just charisma and animal Ken. Can I push the button next to feral whispers? There it is. Whew. Dang, seven successes without a crit. Yeah, that's a lot. You're a regular Disney princess for street. I rat. love it. Spawawa. <laughs> Walking down out of your apartment, it's easy to get into the alleyways behind where there are some dumpsters and people going around. And how do you get the attention of these rats as you tap into the powers of your blood that are still a little fresh and weird? But hey, what's what else is new? Well, I think like first I try and talk rat by like squeaky squeaky. Like I'm just like, and if any of them like even look in my direction i try like i just want to tell them like hey do you know my friend chunky butt i need to speak with him if we can get like a message to him do you know him or know anybody that knows him uh you've got a giant pile of successes so um you will find after some time, as more and more rats are brought to you and ask, is this one chunky butt? Am I chunky enough? Is my butt chunky? Um, that walking through the city with a not insignificant amount of rats, not Pied Piper following behind you, but are poking their little heads out, out of a pile of trash, looking at you, being like, is this him? And then when it's not him going back down, where are you heading with your slowly amassing army of rats? Well, I I want to go to um, my dad and stepmom's church because there's like a whole weird thing happening. And it's like been like a lot of weird coincidences. And like, I want to, I want to head that direction. Sure. By the time you are most of the way there, Chunky Butt himself will have finally been brought to you. And sitting up on top of a little trash can on the side of the street, he's just 
sitting there on his haunches. He looks tired as though he's been smoking cigarettes and just like, eh. But his little his little rat butt is is sitting there just kind of like, hi. Um, you mean just kind of like so cute and chunky? I'm so excited to see him. Chunky butt, like it's been too long. I pick him up and do like a whirlwind and a snuggle snuggle. And, you know, there is no thought in my mind right now about him being like a gross rat. No, he's adorable. He is adorable. He is down for being carried like a baby and getting all the chin scratches and stuff like that. People have long since stopped walking on the same side of the road as you are. No thought to that. Not a care in the world. This is my world. and That's it. <laughs> Susie is dying to the, the trash whisperer over here. But he he sits there and takes it. It's like, so uh, what did you want? Well, first, I just wanted to tell you I missed you, and I'm so glad to found, find you. Like, it's been way too long, um, but I really, really need your help, Chunky Butt. Uh, he doesn't say anything, but his eyes are closed, and he just stretches his neck out for scritches very appreciatively. Totally. And then I do that thing where you, like, rub on their little squeaky ears. Yeah, but he's he's down for his ears. You will notice now that you're like giving him little touching and rubbing that he's got a couple of little chunks taken out of him as he's lived a hard street rat life. And I feel like really, really bad. Every single little like boop or a little boo boo, like I just kind of do like a little stick my th- my bottom lip out. Like I just he's so cute. He should not have to be beat up. You're a good boy, aren't you, Chunky Butt? That's what they tell me. But, like, I need your help. So, apparently, there's these um, people that want to kill me and my friends. Do you remember my friends, right? Uh, he he does. He, he's like, yeah. Uh, the other one that... How would he describe art? Uh, the bloody so one. vampire. <laughs> um, it's like the, the things that we have to try and figure out as people who are running games is like, how would a rat describe another person? Um, there was the the boss's cousin that told me not to come around no more. Um, maybe there's like the creepy looking guy, the jerk guy, and then that like angry girl. Do you remember them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I don't want them hurt, and I don't want any of you guys to get hurt. And there's, like, they're saying that they might hurt us. Chunky Butt, that's not fair. And I just, like, snuggle close, snuggle, snuggle. He smells like trash. Like, you don't need to breathe because, you know, vampire. But getting down in there, it, it definitely smells like trash. And a bit like sewer take my face away like a little slowly but like can can you do a job for me chunky chunky butt will 
look up at you very happy, very pleased with not only himself, but the situation he's in. You will have caught him looking at his rat subjects around him and uh, kind of lauding his position as the baby over them. Yeah, me and the boys can can help out. Perfect. I was really, really hoping that you would say that. Um, I promise uh, I'll give you like a, a treats, like what whatever kind of special treat you would like. You just let me know and I'll make sure you have it. But I need you to sneak. Can you guys be sneaky rats like the cutest sneaky rats? Oh, yeah. Nobody ever sees us coming. I knew it. I totally know it. But no one can know. Okay, so it's got to be between us. I need you to sneak into that church. Do you see it? Do you see it down there? That big, weird building with that crossy thing? Yeah, if you're close enough that you can, like, point it out. He's He's got you. He's looking at them and like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I need you to go in there. And can you can you look for um, for people? Can you tell the difference between people if I do a describe for you? Yeah, me and the boys, we can we can take care of things. When you asked what they wanted and went to promise them treats and stuff, there was a chorus from the other rats of all kinds of food, everything that rats could possibly want well i'm not speaking to them so i expect their king chunky to give me a list of their demands and i will make sure that i see to whatever those snacks are sure and you describe the people that you're gonna send your rats on a little expedition for uh who are you having them look for Keep in mind, they're rats, so maybe not like a long list of people. No, um, well, I'm a little bit selfish, and I haven't seen my brother in a little while. So he's um, kind of the first thing that I describe. Um, and um, so my brother Bodie, he's super cute. Okay. Um, I just need, if you see him, I need you to come back and tell me. Okay. And do you know what a bruise is? Yeah, they can, uh, with the giant pile of hits that you have rolled, uh, they can very easily understand what that is. So if you see that, you come to me immediately, okay, forever, from now until forever. And I want to look for, um, keep an eye on the guy that's got the dress on, okay? Want one of you on him all the time. Watch him tonight. If he does something different tomorrow, I need to know, okay? And that's Father Todd? Yeah. Cool. So, Bodie, Father Todd, anybody else you want them to keep an eye out for? I do a description of what 
I think that vampire hunters would look like. Okay. So five guys all in leather jackets. They probably have crosses everywhere and probably wooden stakes. If you see them, come get me immediately. Yeah, where are we gonna where are we gonna find you? Um go check my apartment or do you remember where we first met when we were at the, the mall in the that Forever Twenty One? Send someone there. And if I'm not there or not at the apartment, wait. Okay? Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. As you put him down, he like holds out his back and like, oh yeah, here we go. <sighs> and then starts to hop off onto looking into the things you asked him to look into. And I, I'm like, Coco, it's just so happy. Like biggest smile, like so proud. I'm like doing a really good. Um, this is initiative, okay? Like I'm good. Good job. You're being a, an adult, sort of. Stop it, you. <laughs> As the camera cuts away from your Pied Pipering over here, we're going to cut over to Missy as she is waking up for this evening. Uh, how you doing, Miss? Uh, waking up feeling uh, a little sore still, so I have to take care of that issue before I start my day. Uh, do the old healing up and apparently get uh, a little hungry from that. Uh, yeah, real real hungry. Real hungry. Uh, but I have been given a mission before I meet up with my coterie. I have to go make the rounds. Uh, a census. Yeah, you got to start doing some work to find out who's missing or who may be missing. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, Missy's just going to get ready for her evening and let Keith know what we have to do and get on the road to... Is there anybody specific that you are going to be going and checking on tonight? Hmm. Nobody specific. Just go to all the barons and just get information. Nothing. I can't think of anybody like specific. I know I have to do for everybody. So, I mean, everybody. Unless I understood my instructions incorrectly. No, they want kind of a census on the whole city. I just wasn't yeah. sure if there was anybody that you wanted to pay specific attention to. Um, cool. When you get up and about, um, Kendra is not here. Mm-hmm. Keith says that he has taken her back to the dorms because she has class and didn't want to disrupt her schooling any more than has already been disrupted, inferring that uh, she was already locked up in a freezer for a couple. <laughs> so, you see a roll arise. Eh, expected. Um, let's reach out to her and have her come by tomorrow night, though, just to finish things up. Uh, that should be easy enough for you to do. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm kind of th- letting him know because he's going to have to go get her and bring her and all that. Yeah, I was just trying to think whether or not. Because like he would definitely have gotten her number if you didn't get it previously or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, but he'll ask, what do you want her first thing evening or? 
anytime. It's not a rush. Whatever's convenient for her. He just gives a, a quiet nod of understanding and acceptance that this is the decision that the decision-making person has made, and that is okay. Um, and then he'll ask, is there anywhere we want to stop before getting into this evening's activity? More or less asking if you need to eat. No, let's just start uh, getting the, the, the information the prince requested. I'll attend to my needs after we're done or some other time. But no, let's just get this done. It'll take you more than a little bit of time to drive all over the city and meet with a couple of different. So we'll check back in with you as your night goes on. Baron Jimmy, how how you doing this evening upon waking up? Well, he checks his hair because he always has to do that, make sure it's perfect. And um, how's he doing? Jimmy is, uh, well, he said better nights. But uh, he knows he has to do the most important thing which is go talk to Madame Fina to get his fortune. He's there. She is not looking like she is set up for the evening, um, but she is there and present and uh, excited to see you in the way that it's like, oh, good, you know, things are kind of normal, not in the like, hey, my friend who's totally not a monster the kidnaps people, this just come into my store. She's still I mean, trying to square some of that. That happened once that she knows of. I appreciate you marking the that she knows of in there because, you know, Jimmy. Right. And then, hey, Fina, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. I actually have a a little bit of a meeting this evening. I told them that I'd get to them after I finished up at the shop. Okay. Um, sounds good. Uh, be a little more careful than usual. Uh, next few nights, we have learned there are some uh, hunters around. You mean like Blade? Um. When did that come out? I need to double check. That was, was after the. Yeah, 90s. he has no idea what that what that is. Perfect. Oh, that's not even like on the bubble. Um, blade, like, what? Um, yeah, I, you know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna assume that that is what we're we're dealing with here. That that is what you mean. That somebody that is that doesn't want our kind to exist anymore. Yeah, something like that. Um. Crosses, stakes, garlic. Um, yeah, I guess they might have those. Uh, Great. I'll stay away from Italian restaurants. <laughs> I don't know if you have like, uh, like pepper spray or something. That's not going to be the best use, but you can at least pretend to be a damsel in distress. She looks at you with a sidelong glance, like. What makes you think I would not be carrying pepper spray? But gives you a smile because, you know, you're a nice guy. You would never put somebody in a situation where you would have to get pepper sprayed. 
Yeah, yeah. Jimmy would never do that. No. As a vampire, you don't care about pepper spray. Exactly. She motions to the little table where you guys do your readings. Shall we? Uh, Yeah, sounds good. And what is the lucky card? I just drew the five of... I think that's pentacles. Five of coins or five of... Oh, oh boy. The five of pentacles upright is financial loss, poverty, lack mindset, isolation, worry. Yeah, unemployment or homelessness. A loss of face or status. Man, that's not appropriate at all. Oh. Huh. He looks at the card a second time after telling you this and that it's... I. I don't know if there are things that I can say in the situation that would make this a better idea. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Loss of money. You know what? Let's just see how this goes. Rock, paper, scissors with a dollar on the line. Are you purposefully trying to avoid fate in some way? I'm trying to get the... uh, misfortune of bad financial decisions out of the way now all right let's see but i warn you purposefully trying to circumvent fate might bring it back upon you threefold uh i can lose three dollars yeah uh and then i'm pretty sure she just beats you in it yeah sounds great oh there we go yeah i can lose another three uh, although it's not exactly the uh, uh thanks for the warning yeah uh i hope that when she holds the card up that this is wrong yeah so do i have a good uh meeting with your friends oh don't know if they're friends yet but we'll see what happens have you met these people before? She starts getting her bag together, putting her deck cards away. Uh, yeah, they're about that thing we did the other night. Okay. Just so, meeting up with new people when there's hunters around is uh, worrying, is all. So if, they, if you know them already, that's that's fine. I mean, I don't know them, but you introduced me to that one guy and... Oh, oh, them. Yes, sorry. So apparently they are peers in my field. Right. All right. So yeah, you'll be you'll be okay. And if not, she, in the process of stuffing her purse, pulls out a little hand, uh, a little mace canister that she has in there, attached to some keys. Prepared as always. Good to know. And she walks with you out of the store, locks it up, and will give you a hug before departing if Jimmy is prone to taking this hug. Yep, Jimmy will. She departs. Are you doing anything, or shall we skip over to see what Art is doing first thing in the evening? Yeah, skip over to Art. Okay. Art, how are you waking up this evening? There is a abandoned storefront somewhere within the domain and 
it's one of those storefronts that's perpetually empty except for the month of October in which it becomes a spirit Halloween. And it's been doing this for so many years that they just kind of leave stuff there. And so one of the things that's in there in one of the back storerooms is one of their displays where they usually have like uh, a mummy or a vampire or something that's laying on a uh, on a a long stone uh, bed, basically. And, you know, you cl- you step on the pad, they sit up and they, they turn, the eyes flash, and it makes scary noises. Well, he's been on this plinth all day because nobody comes here. And so when, uh, when the sun comes down, his eyes flick open and he does a quick look around and then he sits up. And he will head to the mall through his uh, usual subterranean methods. And as he's doing so, he's picking out a new phone. He's connecting to the the subnet, the wireless net that's set up in the sewers, mostly for utilities. So he's piggybacking off of that. Then he's hitting the, the VPN, logging into a server and checking messages while he's walking easy peasy um has anybody left art messages from the coterie that sounds like a no uh doesn't sound like anybody wanted to leave you i, ass- I assume art knows missy what missy has to do so i don't think she has to tell him yeah i just wasn't sure if anybody had okay. left okay. the messages cool uh there are a few messages on here um, in particular, there are some chats and calendar invites, that kind of thing, from Raven about setting up and where uh, you guys are going to come and hang out this evening. Um, shortly after you awaken, you do get a text message from her of a, hey, you up? Uh, he will text back, Y-E, and hit send. You get a cool with a thumbs up imagey on it um hit you back with grabbing something to eat and then where were you hanging uh he will text back cool beans and he will then say heading to shock of radio uh i gotta build a thing thumbs up gif meet you there in a little while sure sure take your time smiley face uh, and then we leave her having texted you that stuff. Um, is there anyone else you want to send messages to at this point, or are you going to work on your business before uh, all of that good stuff? I am going to kick a message to Winifred's ghoul, Dawn. Okay. And say, hey, got a thing you both might be interested in. Text me if you want to know more. TLDR colon might have a way to raise your esteem with uh, the tower. And then I'll hit send on that. Immediately. I have about that is, have you been in contact with them since our little time skip time when you guys met up to have your little uh, exchange? 
I think there would have been one or two other times where it was kind of cordial. Uh, there was some training on how Ashes to Ashes worked. I kind of get the feeling that Winifred and Dawn didn't want to give Art any more uh, any more instruction. Like they didn't want to go any further with it because they were unsure of his. Uh, they were unsure of his priorities of how and his intentions. Right, and and after the thing with Missy. I assume that they don't have a lot of faith in the coterie, so there was there was some some things here and there, but I I doubt a lot has come of it. This is probably like the first important communication. Yeah, something that sounds official and like, hey, pay attention. Right. This is this is actually business instead of just like basic pleasantries. Cool. Um, that text message will go off, and then we'll see how that goes in a little sure. bit. Uh, second text will be to Summer, and it will say something has come up. Re, uh, nasty folk had to reschedule thing with Donovan. Obviously, do you want in? Question mark. Parentheses might make dad look good and parentheses some time will pass and you will actually get a phone call from her instead of a text message response which kids these days actually using the phone for its intended purpose of making phone calls yeah it's important uh art will let it ring twice and he'll pick up uh summer will be on the other end you can hear that it is uh, it's quiet on the other end. It's not like she's in the middle of a club, which you know that Cohen uh, owns slash operates. And she's like, hey, um, yeah, Dad's certainly interested in looking better. Yeah, I thought that would be the case. Uh, this is probably something not uh, worth talking about over the phone. I will be at uh, Paradise in Shock of Radios tonight. Uh, working on a thing, and Raven will be there. It will be a little get-together. If you're interested, uh, come on by, and I will explain what is happening. Uh, suffice to say, there are some particular talents of yours I would like to utilize, and it will make everybody look very good. There's a pause, as you can easily imagine her looking up from the phone to another person in the room, and when they give the affirmative, uh, she'll be like, yeah, I can be down there in, I don't know, like an hour or so. It, yes, take your time. It is, uh, it it will not be done tonight, we'll say. But I would like to get you in on the ground floor of this excellent opportunity. It will stop sounding like some sort of televangelist. I need your help with this, and thank you in advance. Anything special I should bring, or just kind of? Uh, this evening, no. We will discuss it when you are there. This is the, um, uh, we'll call it the preparation phase. But once this is ready, we will have a list of things that you will need. Everybody will be in a syn synchronized. Everybody will be. Everybody will be synchronized. That's the word. 
and then in the in the near future when we are ready to go to the execution phase then we'll have to i'm speaking um it's i've just woken up no it's just you hey yeah like like an hour i guess wonderful i will see you in an hour or so i guess uh and then she can basically confirms that yeah you know and then gets off the phone to leave you to whatever you're going to get up to all right um let me think let me think let me think Art, send a message to Scullivan. He will receive that message. Okay, great. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, the message will say, the meeting we had has uh, already come to fruition. If you would like to be involved further, I believe rewards would be within reach. And your esteem would rise within the community, parentheses, if you so wish it, and parentheses. P.S. Thank you again for the thing. The person is very happy. Smiley face, send. The last part is a lie. <laughs> I was about to ask, have you done anything with that thing that... Did Art get a dead drop location? My thought was that it was a, let me know when you have this thing. I believe Art did send a message to the number saying, I have the thing, give me a location. Okay, so a response has not come yet, but a response will come shortly. Almost. Sure. Assuredly. Yeah, in an hour or two when he wakes up. And a very inconvenient time. Right, as it is. It's the way it always is when you're, you know, in the, the permanent night of being a vampire. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I believe that will be all of the messages. I can't think of anybody else I would be talking to. Cool. Sullivan will hit you back and say that at this moment, he is comfortable with where his esteem lies. However, he would like to stay within the loop. Art will text back, absolutely. I will let you know how this goes. And then he will say a simple thank you and then work. When this is over, we can work on scheduling our next collaboration. Art will respond, I would like that very much. And he'll hit send and he'll continue on. That's about the time you arrive at the mall. Excellent. So Hood comes up, it's covering his, his face, he's got uh, the hat on, his dark glasses, and he's going to head straight over to the Shock of Radio and just throw up the grate long enough to roll under it and then drop it back down and go inside through the heavy black curtains into the tinfoil-covered walls. And he's going to start building a small server. That will take him some amount of time. Yes. While you are working on that, Coco, were you heading to the mall after your little rat trip? Yeah, and so proud of myself. As you should be. Cool. Uh, you will arrive there uh, not too late into the night, obviously. It doesn't take you that long to 
collect a bunch of rats and get them to do your bidding. Uh, but the three of you, Jimmy, Coco, and Art, will be at the mall in, you know, more or less around the same amount of time. Um, if you are interested in uh, cohabitating, or if you're just going to wander about the mall on your well, Coco's kind of like walking into the mall with her head like super high, broadest shoulders. Like she can barely fit through the door. Okay. That's I'm how familiar like with that problem. Solid. <laughs> and you know, I have to check on my businesses because I'm a fancy business lady and I'm like really smart too, by the way. You're the super smartest. So those are my plans. Like first I have to go to the club and see like what happened last night and check on like the list and all that stupid stuff and the money and everything. And then like my cleaning crew and like, I'm just so busy. Cool. Um, club is good. Um, Ryan is there doing book stuff, getting ready for this evening's business. Um, Calvin is doing cleaning stuff. Everything is, is coming off cocoa, it seems. Nobody shies away from me because I kind of smell like sewer and trash. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I imagined you like washed your hands and stuff. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I would hope that you washed your hands and stuff because you don't know where he's been. Like, literally, you don't. Uh, cool. Um, Art, you obviously know where... Coco and Jimmy are because they're on your your internets. Their stuff is yep, there. Um, I don't remember what button I was looking to push. Missy, 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 missy. Um, in your travels, do you have a specific one of the barons or other areas that you like to visit more than others? The one that had the hospital in it where I got staked. The Tremere? Yeah, I think I think that would probably be one I would like to just get out of the way and done first. Sure. Um, Baron Welchler, who is the uh, who is of Clan Tremere, who operates out of one of the private little universe. Um, he is the one in charge of the the easternmost section of the city and uh he is generally too busy for you he has uh i get what are the words here um not really given your promotion the respect that you th probably think it deserves because now it's like an actual titled position but he still treats you as though you did not have said title never really wanting to meet with you instead of all usually going through it's the words uh his ghouls or secondaries including uh dr bain is someone that he has had you deal with before and it is with the doctor that you find yourself waiting in uh basically a, a side room a waiting area outside of Baron Welshler's like main appointed office. Um the secretary that is here who was a mortal, presumably a ghoul, 
has left the two of you sitting in here as you are both waiting to to talk to the I I don't know if he would have a, a title at the hospital, but to to speak with the Baron. The doctor, after a couple of awkward minutes of silence with you and Keith sitting there, uh, he will inquire. I trust you are feeling better after the events of the other night. Yes, it's fine. Um, but I, I didn't come here to discuss the events of the other night. Good. I'm glad that there is no ill will or bad blood about the incident that has happened. I think she'll let that comment go. I'm sorry? I think she'll let that comment go. Okay. He'll see that you're letting it go for a minute, and then we'll actually push a little bit on that. Um, he'll say, if you are interested in more experimentations in that regard, I would be interested in assisting. There was some interesting work that your sire was getting involved in, and when she left the city, that research stalled. Uh, composure and subterfuge? No. Uh, what are you trying to do? I'm trying not to uh, fly into a rage at the mention of uh, Rosemary. And oh, that's her a frenzy roll. A frenzy roll? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this but, before you do that. Would you have stopped and gotten something to eat beforehand? No. I said I was waiting until I was done with this work before I would okay. deal with my own need. Cool. So is it a uh, frenzy roll? If it's like a... Do you feel like this is a situation where you would... Uh, I guess more or less resort to physical, like that she would lose her shit and just flip the fuck out. Oh, she wants to get in his face right now. Like she wants, she wants fangs out. She wants to get in his face and tell him to shut his fucking mouth about Rosemary. Don't bring up that work. Don't talk about it in front of her again. Uh, she won't lay on hands because she can't. I mean, you could roll intimidation. I feel like yeah. that's appropriate. Uh, I will remind you, since uh, we had a whole conversation about willpower earlier, that, mm -hmm. um, well, not really relevant in this situation, given how many dice you have, but it would be, if you wanted to risk hunger, you could roll extra dice, and then extra dice that is not hunger dice, you have the opportunity to reroll there. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like a intimidation with something else, I don't know Resolve? what else you would Sure, I'll take that. Intimidation with resolve? Okay. Yeah. That feels right. I'll give you an extra one for having Keith here. Oh. Just one D10? Yeah. Mostly because he knows that uh, Keith will not hesitate to stake a bitch. No, he will stake me, so he'll stake anybody. Yeah, he don't give so him is, fucks. Is that three successes? Yeah, that would be three. Okay. Uh, let me see. He takes your your lashing out. Um, I don't, what do you want to say to him in this situation? Uh, just kind of, you know, fair, like the, the you know a scowling, angry face, but like get like really like invade his personal space, get right really close, and just tell him not to 
not to ever discuss or say that person's name around me again, or he will regret, regret it. It is hard and difficult for you to invade his personal space, given the size difference between the two of you. But although having Keith at your back is an assistance in this situation, he doesn't seem to flinch or anything, but just gives you a small incline of the head as though your message has been received and he will not broach the subject again. Do you sit in the room and wait for your meeting or do you leave? No, I wait for the meeting. The rest of the time is very awkward and silent. And he will get to go in and see the Baron first. And they will have a conversation for a couple of minutes. Uh, and then he will leave on his way out of the little side office waiting room that you're in. will give you just a small nod and a tip of the hat and just a herald. and will leave without saying much more to you. Uh, she's going to try to uh, bring that that rage back down, that anger, and so she can play nice with the Baron and be respectful to him. And uh, once she does that, she'll step into the office. So hard when you're so hungry. Don't worry, I'll get that blood back at the end of the day. And no, I uh, don't mean the guy that just left. Do you want to roll me uh, composure and etiquette, and we'll just fast track to see how this, this conversation goes? No bonuses. I don't want to be too quick with the button. Um, I'll give you an extra one for your your status as having a title. Woot woot. I mean, it, it doesn't go bad. It's not like it's a yeah. It doesn't go bad. No. Oh. At a point during the conversation and you getting your, your information, um, he will notice your distraction and ask if uh, words. Uh, I don't think he, I don't actually don't think he would, he would ask in the situation. He would take a note of your situation and at a point when he needs to call for some assistance, he will say something in a different language that I don't think you know what is, but mm. a couple more minutes into your conversation about census and uh, the potential of an embrace coming up. I, well, I guess let me ask you this. Are you t telling him anything more than just getting your head count? No, I'm just telling him the head count. After some conversation with some names that he has given you of people that he knows, a mortal will walk in and they have a small leather bound ledger that they will hand over to the baron as they stand off to the side and he takes out a very nice fancy pen and begins to write some things in it and while he is doing so without looking up to you he will motion towards this mortal and will just if you want to entertain yourself while I am writing this out, feel free. Respectfully, I'll, I'll decline. I will take care of my needs when I have completed my work. He does not look up and just continues to fill out some things in this book. 
before giving it a little snapshot. I actually have a book right here. Let me see if I can. <laughs> um, and he will hand this ledger over to you. It's thin, even though that book was very thick that I just snapped shut. Um, and says this is a headcount and some information of those that reside within my domain. She'll take it and give a nod. I thank you and. Of course. And he just motions with his hand towards the door for you to leave. As though he has done with you for this evening. Yeah, she'll walk out and hopefully she doesn't see that guy, his assistant. Nope, you don't see That's anybody that yeah. uh, the doctor's not here. Uh, the person that was whose office you were occupying is waiting outside of the office. And when you leave, they just give you a, a happy smile with a good evening and then return in there. The mortal that was brought in and offered to you as food does not leave with you. No, just uh, walk out once I'm like away out of earshot, like outside near the car. Uh, Keith will pick up on she's she's angry. It, she'll just kind of grumble under her breath and just asshole bringing up things he doesn't know anything about. It took him a second to realize which asshole you were being mad and grumbling about. <laughs> but he doesn't. I don't think that he pushes unless he would usually push in a situation like this. No, but uh, I think she'll. I think Missy would kind of look at him, waiting for him to like. You know how like when you're mad about something, you want the people you're with to also be mad with you, to like help you feel you're right in being mad and justified in it. So she'll like look at him, like expecting him to be mad with her and be on her side. Look at his sheet real quick. But he's probably way more mature than Missy, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Uh, uh, one more. Although I don't think this will matter. Um, seeing you stew on this, he will, at a red light, look into the rearview mirror. Uh, do you ride in the back, or are you riding in the passenger seat? No, she rides in the back. That's what Keith prefers. He catches eyes with you through the rearview mirror in the back seat. He says, you could maybe get a boon out of his fuck up. So consider it. I mean, it's an idea, yes, but then I would have to speak to him again. He did not roll high enough on his politics roll yeah. to make another suggestion in this vein. I, uh, I think I've had my fill of, of Dr. Bain. <laughs> For a while, at least. He just nods and continues driving for a little while. Um, he starts heading in the direction of the mall. Why are we going to the mall? We have to hit the other... I just thought that since it's here, sort of on the way, that we might as well stop and to talk to Jimmy while making the rounds. Unless you would rather go to Abishai as the next closest. No, let's just let's just continue the let's just continue on the track of talking to people I don't want to talk to first, and then we'll move on to the rest. No, let's go to the mall and I'll get a census from the Baron. Pulling up outside the mall, where is Jimmy at in the mall? Well, he was told to meet at the uh, Radio Shack. 
Yeah, so that's where he'll be. Uh, Chibi and Art, is there any conversation you guys are having as Missy arrives at the mall? And did you have Coco come down after she is done with her business, business, business? Coco's got an open invitation to show up if she so desires. Like, Art would have sent a text outlining that. And, like, Coco feels so good right now. Like, on top of the world. Pretty much. Little bit of dark stuff, but doing well. So I would have showed up very proud. You know what this mall could use? An arcade with, like, Pac-Man or Space Invaders and stuff. Oh, yes. Like the, um... Oh, I like I like the games with the with the little guns that they have. Um, what's that one? Silent Scope. That one's really neat. Yeah, I remember. Uh, what was it? Laser yeah, tag. It. That's it. You guys need laser tag. Laser tag. You can have the arcade and the laser tag all at once, and the pinball machines, and the and the arid hockey tables. And then he's going to drop a screwdriver and swear and fish for it in the server box he's working on. Yeah, let's take could be cool, too. Um, What do you mean could be? It's like the game of the future. And we could do like adult laser tag and do like alcohol and teams and stuff. Oh, my God. This is like great. You guys, we can do like late night laser tag. We can not only get like the kids market, but we can also get the adults. You're a genius, Art. Like so smart. It wasn't me who came up with that idea. Draw something up. Use one of the three-story, um, one of the three-story department stores that's uh, currently vacant. We'll turn it into a whole entertainment center. You know what we need? Somebody who has like actual, like real-life, like military-like type um, training or anything. Like, can you hook me up with somebody? Like, I know you know somebody. Okay, like that way I can like pick his brain, and then we can have them maybe like help us like design like a whole like realistic like fight simulator situation. Like, and then maybe we could change it like every couple months and stuff. Oh, I have so many ideas. Art's gonna look up from what he's doing. He's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. How good are you with German? Um. Um, vodka and no, that, 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 no, mm, no, nine, yes, that okay. I know, I know two, two or three people, yes. Uh, one is one is from Berlin, uh, he's been out of the game for a while. I know a few more, but they're Ukrainian, they're a little busy right now. Uh, there might be somebody over at Costume, but that's something else I have to deal with. They haven't looked at it yet. Anyway, we'll pencil it down for something in the near future. Um, great ideas for like um the neons and stuff. Oh my god, and we can like change them. Oh, this this is gonna be really cool. This is gonna be great for us. I think this is another great money maker. This small. We're we're really turning around. It's so different than it was like you know like just months ago. Like we're gonna be great, you guys. Art's gonna nod, look back down. I like to see this motivation. This is good motivation, and anything that improves the status of the mall improves the status of the barony. And when he says that, I just smile at Jimmy. Yeah, it's, it'll be great. Smile gets bigger, like so proud of herself. So not to change the subject, but I do have some other people who will also be arriving this evening once this little setup is finished 
being set up. So at least we have enough room in the shack here, but if you want to take any texts or calls, I politely ask you go outside because it don't work in here anyway. Okay. And Jimmy pulls out his phone, checks it for a message, and then puts it back, even though it won't have messages. No bars. Zero. I guess uh, Missy will walk into the shack of radio. Or to look up, Ray! <laughs> Mischief, it's good to see you. I am almost done with this. She like gives you a quick smile and looks at Jimmy. Baron Jimmy, the prince has requested a census. Please give me your count kindred in your barony. Uh, points to Missy, points to Coco, points to art and points to himself uh that's four she'll reach into her bag and pull out the the skinny book that the other baron gave her they usually give me written documentation and she'll put it back in her bag oh um you, you got a scrap of paper for me i can write your guys name down miss is gonna look at art for some help here it's gonna look back up roll his eyes, and then put the put the screwdriver down, pull his arms out of the server box. He's going to go over to where the counter is in the cash register. And he uh, opens up the shelf that's right under the cash register and pulls out a notebook and a pen. And he'll come back around and hand it to Jimmy. Thanks. Do you need clan or just names? Uh, I'm sure I thumbed through the book the last guy gave me on the drive over. What info was in it? Names, clans, everything, <laughs> ghouls, kindred, all of it. Give me a wits and awareness. Wits and awareness. I can. Uh huh. I just want to see if you wow. can detail. One. Cool. Uh, I will point out for Jimmy that this is an opportunity for him to mention something about Madame Fina in an official capacity. Uh, yeah, he doesn't want to get in trouble for having her. Having her what? Be around. Does Missy know about Madame Fina at her? Uh, we all know Madame Fina's around. I mean, she's always been around. Like, so... Okay, but... Yeah. I, I guess nobody but Jimmy knows about her thin blood status. Uh, Missy doesn't know about it. Art hasn't looked into it. Oh, Cool. Keeping secrets. I mean, so is everybody else. It's fine. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, flipping through the book, there is just a little bit of uh, names of people you know are kindred. There is also a list of... Uh, no, you only got one success, so... Yeah, this just looks like some list of kindred names. Um... The ones that you spot here, there is no specification about. Um, there's no specification about what clan they belong to. Just a notation of how long they have been working for uh, the Baron, as if it's like here are a list of my employees. All right, yeah, I can I can do length of working for me, I guess, or should I include? 
Why don't we try to go a little above and beyond? Why don't we give the clans how long they've been with the coterie, how long they've since their embrace? Why don't we why don't we just try to go a little above and beyond? Cool. Remember, the idea here is to spot if anybody's missing. Are you sure nobody is missing in your domain? Coco raises her hand. Here. Uh I, I think I think I think Walter went missing a little while ago. Does that count? Jimmy has like a dumbass smirk on his face. No, that no longer counts. Oh, okay. So then it's it's just the four of us. Unless you know anyone else who's in my barony that I don't know of. If I knew that, I would have told you. As I say, we're we're you know. The prince wants a, a census because of the hunter situation. We need to know who else is missing. Okay. And I that's... know my people are accounted for. I know we're all here. But is anybody else possibly missing? Do no. we want to make a roll of some kind out of this? Because technically... Yes, there is somebody that is not accounted for in your domain. But on the other hand, I don't know if anybody else is. Uh... Are there other kindred in our domain? Uh, Madame Fina technically counts. Well, she, yeah, but she drinks blood. But none of the rest of them know that. Yeah. So, so do you even write Madame Fina down? Oh no. Actually. So you're no. not going to give an accurate counting to the prince. This is going to go great. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, actually, I know. I should probably roll politics and wits to figure out should I or what the impact would be of writing down Madame Fina. Uh, you are welcome to do that. And I regret saying I know my people are present because now I'm like, oh no, I haven't checked on Calvin in a while. Uh-oh. <laughs> you haven't checked Don't on Don't be a mean GM. Friend. He is, but he's out living his best life. If that's what you think. Our, That's what I think. In on him. Okay. Yeah, our, well, I didn't, and I just uh, Missy just said those words. Art is considerate is about his friend's out. toys. <gasps> about his friend's wow. toys. He's not a toy. Oh my god. Said, where is he? He's working. I, I was told, don't let your friends play with your things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look what happened. Jimmy was playing with Jade and mm-hmm. nearly broke her. Broke her. Yeah. Almost broke me. No, that wasn't Jimmy's fault. That was Keith's fault. Totally Jimmy's fault. Keep your eye <laughs> on your toys now. <laughs> totally Jimmy. Uh, two hits on my pol- politics. Yeah. Uh, so Prince Phillips is perhaps more permissive than some other princes in other cities, given as the way that the the city is kind of divvied up with the other barons in the city. So a thin blood that was embraced illegally if it wasn't done by like one of you guys and it's done by somebody else well you just had a situation like that with Coco where Coco wasn't immediately destroyed because she was a witness in the situation and in helping to resolve that situation was permitted to uh, continue existing Possible that Madafina would get the same treatment. Possible that uh, 
whoever this other person is, her sire, whose name you have somewhere, um, if they're not an important person, which you know that they're not like super important, but depending upon what happens with that situation, could infer that, could just ask her to leave the city, probably wouldn't kill her outright. It would be um, finding out in such a way that there is somebody that you've known about for a while in your domain and, you know, dragging your feet on reporting it. That's perhaps more of what you'll get in immediate trouble for. All right. So, like, you could keep it on the down low and go make a private... um, have like a private meeting to talk about it or you could take this opportunity right now and be like all right hold on there's one more thing all right so then what jimmy does is he writes down everything about the four of us that he knows and then right before handing off the piece of paper to missy we'll write down madam fina thin blood sired by name unknown Art gave him that name. I recall having been asked to do a background check, now that you mention it. Of course, this was a while ago. I remember telling Jimmy that they were an Osferatu, and if they talked to Art, Art would immediately have a bunch of stuff because he is Nosferatu, but I don't remember if Jimmy actually went to Art about it. I think... Jimmy would have just asked if he know. I don't think, I don't think Jimmy would have let Art know that Madame Fina's a right. thin blood. He would have just asked, "Do you know this, this Nos?" Right, and then that's what Art would have said. It's like, "Yeah, he's he's a bit of a dick. Why? Oh, no reason. Okay, whatever." Yeah, pretty much. Cool. So. Uh, I guess Missy has handed this paper with five names on it. I mean, Jimmy's trying to be like last minute adding it in and kind of like push her out the door or whatever for like, you don't need to see that last name. Uh, well, she'll, she'll take the paper and she's going to glance at it and before she puts it away. But, uh, She'll take note of it, but I don't think she'll say anything right now. But she will probably give Jimmy a, a look, a little smirk. Jimmy will just kind of nod. Are you letting yourself be kind of ushered out the door? Mm-hmm. That's why there's the smirk, because you can tell he's not comfortable right now with this whole thing. And so she's loving this. Cool. As you are pushed out the door, it'll be right at that convenient time where Raven shows up at the door with a big gulp in her hand and just like, oh, uh, what's up? No, nothing, oh. nothing. I think they're ready for you, Raven. I have to go, though. Uh, still got some uh, barons to see. Oh. Big smile on her face. This cheered her up big time. She pulls out her phone real quick. And just is like, and puts it in her pocket as she has crossed the threshold of the tinfoil blockage. Yeah, we still on for like next week or whatever for that thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, as soon as we get this handled, definitely want to get together. Plenty to talk about. She'll wink at Jimmy. She just eyeballs from you to Jimmy and back like, what the fuck? All right, whatever. Cool. Uh, I'll hit you with some deets. And just kind of like steps to the side to let you and Keith head out of here. Yeah. And yeah, she just leaves. Raven enters the room and gives everybody like a up nod like sup. She has a large messenger bag that she's carrying off to the side of her. Um, you can see wires and cords sticking out of it. There's some gear of some kind that I'm sure Art has maybe asked for her to bring by. Um, she's not super gothed out tonight. Just very comfy jeans, t-shirt, you know, heavier jacket. Uh, but looks like she's here to work. Awesome. Art will look up, return the up nod, nod towards the uh, counter next to the cash register. He'll say, it's good to see you. I'm just about done here. I think I'm ready to flash an operating system on this and set up the honeypot. Oh. She starts getting out like a uh, a portable hard drive, a regular hard drive, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're going to follow Missy, I think, for a minute to see where she's going and what she's thinking. Uh, once she gets settled in the back seat of the car, she's going to pull that piece of paper out. And uh, she's probably going to also take her phone out and just take a quick picture. But then she'll put it back in the bag to give to the prince because she's not going to do anything to jeopardize that. But uh, did he put thin blood? He put thin blood. He just put sire unknown or he put a name because we just don't remember it, right? I uh, put the sire's name. Okay. And then thin blood. And then do I unknown. Recognize... Oh, sorry. I also put unknown age. Okay. Do we know the sire or do I recognize the sire's name? Do I know it? Uh, if you want to roll like a intelligence and streetwise or something along those lines. Intelligence and streetwise. You know he's a NOS. Okay. Uh, for clarity, let me. Uh, his name is Chad Bishop. Chad. We both said that at exactly the same time. <laughs> Chad. Chad Bishop. You know he's a NOS. Okay. Uh, no, Missy just finds it very interesting. Because uh, as far as she's aware, the coder is only a four. Um, but no, I think she's going to continue on uh, trying to get this done because she wants to get this to the prince as, as soon as possible. So she's just going to continue on now. Cool. Cutting in. Cutting back into the three of you and uh, and Raven, um, she just makes small talk talking about this technology stuff with art. Um, she's brought like a pair of drones with her that have different camera setups and stuff on them, um, and they begin talking technology and nerd stuff. Annie, if you have anything in this situation that you want to do as they are setting up this server technology. 
their nerd stuff like coco just glazes over okay and then after like a minute or two she gets out that little notebook that she kind of carries around with her and she starts just like writing ideas for her laser tag zone is she gonna tell raven about the laser tag zone no 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 not yet okay like when i have like a concrete so i'm like I have an idea, so I'm going to draw it and I'm going to exit out next page and I'm going to like fix it a little bit. Like I can't, it's art. Okay. I have to make sure that it's ready to present before I present it to like the public. Okay. Makes sense. Cool. A little bit of time will pass and summer will show up. She's dressed in just like a comfy, casual outfit. She's not set up for the club or anything but is uh, wearing sensible, nondescript stuff. And it's just a little shocked for a minute when she comes in and sees, you know, four other people here. She wasn't expecting a whole, like, everybody getting together situation. Art will give the up nod again to, to Summer as she walks in. Excellent. I think we're about ready to explain what's going to happen here. Cool. Uh, she gives pleasant greetings to everybody here, and it's just kind of like, all right, um, you all know what this is about, because Art was being kind of, kind of shady. Normally, I would take that as an insult, but yes, they know the broad strokes because they were kind of there. You were separate at the time, so it's time to bring you into the plan. There are vampire hunters in Springfield. I have a good idea of where they are, because I have been tracking them. This, and he indicates the little computer box, is a honeypot. It is going to trap their their hacker. Yeah, I hate that word. They're going to trap this person, and it is going to convince him they have uncovered a grand conspiracy, and that they are meeting in a location of our choosing. And we are going to direct them there. And then we are going to capture them. And as you, I assume, have uh, the ability to get the mortals to do what you say, I think it would be beneficial if you told them to submit so we could confiscate them. It's a good word. And then be delivered for questioning. It would all be very simple, very quiet. It would be wrapped up in bow. And most importantly, it makes everybody look very good. He just kind of looks around at the room. Raven also is... She's standing in a more judgmental pose, just kind of like, all right, what's the, what's she going to say given her, her age? Um... Coco and Jimmy, do you guys have any reaction to Art's statement? Uh, honeypot, and I thought Jimmy already knew the plan. Uh, you guys definitely did. Like, you were in on some of the discussion of the plan, but just the way that Art has laid it out. Coco has her own plan that's totally going to, like, work, and she's going to be the hero. So she's just, like, oddly confident, and honeypots and, like, computers, like, literally mean nothing. Do you want to bring up your additional plan? 
No, it's going to be a surprise when I'm very helpful and Art's going to be proud. So just smug and like, it's fine. He's smart. He's got like a thing and computers are hard. So he can handle the hard computers. Cool. Um, so Summer looks at the room as everybody but her kind of had an idea of what was going on. And then is just gonna like um I'm not hundred percent sure that I can and then to like finger wiggle at at her head do what you're asking in that regard. Or it's gonna stop. Wait, wait, wait. I thought that um I thought that the intricate habit of just being able to get people to do what they wanted. You're not you're not No, I know you can do this. I am I am certain you can do this. There's a lot of different things that I've been learning and I have not really she just kind of looks at everybody judging her and it's just like she sees Coco looking at her like you can get people to just do whatever you want like love that for you. And then after a moment of admiration and stuff, uh, I'm not particularly skilled with that discipline. In this place, she is referring to presence, which is one of three venture disciplines. Hmm. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was a nice way to, to wrap everything up in a bowl, so we'll just go up with plan B, uh, which is the phenophilin. Uh, gas grenade. Uh, we just walk in, waving one around, and everybody will fall asleep. Some of them may do the final sleep. We'll see, but it won't be us. I'll just get some of that. It's fine. I know some people. Okay, so do you still need my help with that stuff, or I would still like your assistance with this? Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. I guess uh, just let me know what you need me to do. Summer, tell me, you have a lot of experience kind of blending in, do you not? Going from place to place without anybody really noticing, without my particular disciplines coming into play? She does look over at Jimmy, and it's like, uh, Carol had me keeping eyes on places and stuff, yeah. That. That is what will work. I would like you to keep an eye on a place. Okay, where? Art's going to go back over to the cash register. He's going to open up that that uh, counter again. And he's going to pull a manila folder. And it's got the information on the hunters that he's been able to gather. Mugshots, all that stuff. I am going to be sending you to a hotel chain. A particular one. I want you to keep an eye for these people to arrive, because once they are there, we are going to take them at the hotel. I think it would be easier that way. Just thread the tube underneath the door, and the gas goes in. They all take a nap. It's all very nice. But I want to make sure that they have the right one. So I'm going to put you at one place. We'll have drones at the other place. We will have other people at third place. But yeah, I do I, want you involved in this. I should be able to, to do that. She seems a little bit more confident about this less directly involved thing. Running lookout, as it were. That is what they like to hear. 
you know, clap his hands and rub them together. Okay, I think I'm ready to turn this on. Uh, cool. Give me, I guess, intelligence and technology. And you can have an extra one for Raven's assistance in this situation. Um, and I guess your your hacking spec can also apply as uh, five successes. You'd like that number. A good number. The camera will fade out on you guys as you power up this honeypot. And it's going to cut back over to Missy. And Missy, you have a message on your work phone. Um, it is it is from the number that Dawn has been using recently. Uh, she handles a lot of Winifred's communication, given as Winifred tends to have problems with technology. Uh, it's just a simple, hey, I had gotten a message, but I haven't gotten a response from the guy who sent it to me. Figured I would reach out and see what was up. Not, I believe Winifred was specifically mentioned last night with the Prince meeting. But as far as her being reached out to, um, maybe... Uh... I think I'll just respond with um, headed your way now. We'll talk uh, once I get there. And I'll, I'll let Keith know that that's the next uh, destination. I'm going to go over to that barony, whoever Ooh. the baron is. Uh, she's staying in Camarilla territory. She is a uh, esteemed guest of the Camarilla for the most part as a, okay. being a little sombra. Okay. Um. Cutting ahead to a nice little apartment complex, more uh, big high-rise, a whole bunch of apartments, uh, something that is owned by some Camarilla fancy pants person. Uh, you do know the apartment you're supposed to go to to talk to Winifred or where she is staying. And as you head up the stairs... Uh, and approach her door. Can you do me a favor and roll a wits and awareness roll? There are a few things that vampiric senses are more attuned to than the smell of blood. And as you are outside of her apartment, you can smell not the smell of blood, but more specifically, the smell of vitae. Doesn't mean you can't try. <laughs> I can try to listen at the door, but I don't really have anything to boost that up. I mean, we can just let those two successes roll. Uh, you don't hear anything. The things you don't hear are more suspicious than the things you would normally hear. You don't hear a TV going. You don't hear a music or anything playing in there. Um, it's just very quiet. You can see light coming out from underneath the door. Well, I know I was coming. I'm going to knock. You can hear the sounds of somebody moving on the other side. And after a moment, the door will open and Winifred is standing there. She's wearing just a a thick, not a thick, um, she's just wearing like a, a sweatshirt and some shorts. And the smell of Vitae is coming from her. 
And as she stands there with the door open to invite you in, uh, we have a, a low angle camera shot that you can, the camera can see a little just trickle of blood coming down the outside of her thigh. is the 9th of November 2022. Uh, this is the COVID cast as uh, I finally drew my lucky straw. Not that lucky. Oh, he is into the what do the Frankie call them? The lobes? No, but when you seductively rub them it's like umlauts or something. Umox. No, maybe. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Deep Space Nine. Uh, and that, I think, is where we will pick it up next time. It's getting on to 11 o'clock. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, specifically, so that things aren't weird or gross. Uh, she is a cutter. So she was cutting, and since she's dead, she needs the blush of life in order to actually bleed to get that sensation. Yeah, but I didn't want you to think it was some other kind of bleeding going on. Yeah, no, thank you for explaining, because I was like, I don't quite understand if what's going on, but thank you. I needed that explanation. Yeah, you know, they got to try and hide it someplace that people won't see. Yeah. Hey, just because you get embraced doesn't mean your your weird, you know, hang-ups don't come with yeah. you. <laughs> I'm just kind of sad you didn't get to Four Hunger before going and hanging out with her, because that would have been... <laughs> I know. So the, trying to lead me. The, the meeting with Winifred when she is at home and with the cutting thing is something that's been rolling around in my head for a few months. Because, uh, as you will come to find out, Dawn is not here. So it's literally just you and Winifred. Yeah. No, that'll be For whatever fun. it is you're going to get up to. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. All right, cool. Let me get rid of the, the dudes. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.